Hi guys, this is Maria and Manos and you're watching On The Couch with Eminem. The show to help you build fun and profitable businesses. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of On The Couch with Eminem. Today we have our beautiful friend Tanja M. Jones for TMJ Coaching with us <laughs> to talk about how to prepare yourself for an amazing financial year, 2018-2019. And we're going to deconstruct it, we're going to put it into five things, five things that you have to do to have a, an amazing financial year mm. and achieve your goals uh we're on the 15th day of july already and we've got how many days left 350 days left in the financial year calendar you so because you love your numbers he does that's why i go back and i go well, i throw at him all the time yeah. um so this is a good time to start it's the best time to start with 15 days in yeah and um welcome thank you it's so good to have you back so what are the five things? Well, so these are five things to fulfill on your financial year. And it's something that I think you guys do brilliantly as franchisors for your people because you have business strategy sessions that literally do this. And one of the reasons I thought this could be a really useful conversation is because there are many brands and business owners and agents that don't have awareness of doing business this way. And I just see a lot of opportunity to help them learn what they need to to know to fulfill what they say they want to achieve in the financial year. So this is going to be a great conversation for principals and agents, but also BDMs and those in property management as well. So the five ways to fulfill your financial year, number one really starts with clarity. Now, what we see happen a lot is uh, franchisors or principals will set the sales target and the rent roll target for the financial year. They may have a pool of agents that are responsible for generating their sales mm. revenue and then they have a team for rent roll and then their beautiful glue, the admin and accounts team who we love because it doesn't happen without doesn't. you, the unsung heroes yeah. many times. However, here's what I see a lot behind the scenes is uh, – we set the financial goals, the sales goals as total GCI, and then each agent has their total GCI goal, whether it's 125, 254, 85, 60, a million, whatever it is. Yeah. However, that's clarity at the beginning, but what we're missing, and this is a huge opportunity, is many of the principals and agents haven't taken another step back to go, Maria, I get the total GCI, but actually how much do you want to take home in your pocket? A, clarity around take home, not total GCI. And then B, why? Because yeah. as a principle, if I understand why you need that, whether you've got debt you need to pay off, whether you need to upgrade your car, whether your mm. partner's having twins, whether you're going to get your first investment property, whether you want to go to Crete, whatever <laughs> that is, if I don't know what you want to take home and why – as your coach, how can I leader, help you? how can I help you? Mm -hmm. And I have no leverage yes. on the times or the days where you drop your standards and your state might get a bit shady. I have no way to remind you of has that. This is what you're doing it for. This is what you promised. You've yeah. forgotten, right? So, so clarity you, on the take. So home. you're saying that, just to take you back a bit, that as business owners, we've got clarity on what we want. Yeah. So this is the big picture. This is what we want for our business. 
But we know that to get there, every single one of our yes. agents and, and, and people have to get have to achieve their goals. So really yeah. dig, dig, dig deeper. deep because and if find I, out what each one of them wants. Yeah, because needs. if yeah. I just have a total GCI yeah. number, it's kind of like this number out there that doesn't actually mean anything to me. No. And when it doesn't mean anything to me, and as Tony Robbins says, we do things for one of two reasons. We're either seeking pleasure or avoiding pain. Now, if you as a business so owner know, your people, are they in avoiding pain, which means they're often going to be in transactional energy and scarcity energy. We've got to flip that to seeking pleasure. That's our job. Yes. Uh, or if I'm seeking pleasure, those agents are going to be easier to work with because there's not so much pain that they're trying to get away from. But here's the thing. If we're just going, yep, yeah, you're responsible for bringing in 420 GCI uh, and I don't agree or there's no real I can't see what it provides for me. I might not commit as much as you need and then you're going to have a shortfall at the end of the financial year. So that's A, in clarity. And B, clarity, as principals, I see a lot of principals don't even remember what they set 365 days earlier. And then you say, you know, where where are you at with your numbers? It's like... Uh, I don't know, or I've got to look at a report. And I like to use the pilot philosophy. If I'm flying on, you know, EVU Airlines, I want my pilots to know exactly where, where we're going, going and how much fuel is in the tank and what crew we have. So 100%. clarity is really critical. Um, and then, of course, as I said, step two is the why. Know how much your people want to take home and know why because that will give you leverage to coach when they drop their standards or their states lowered a little bit. Then we need to have strategies to fulfill. Now, you guys are masterful at this. You know, have um, ideal weeks. And you know, I was coaching some clients last week and we were talking about their ideal weeks and they're like, oh, no, the ideal week doesn't work. I'm like, no, it works. You're not working with it, right? <laughs> right? Which means we're not working because it works if yeah. you follow it. Plan yeah. your work and work your plan. Yeah. Uh, so have strategies, ideal weeks, your prospecting, all the things that you provide at EVU HQ, it's all templated, it's all set and forget, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. It's just using those standards. And I think that's the most important thing is they've got to set it up in the beginning of the year. You set your success in 2018-19 is going to be based in the next 30 days of what you implemented. Actually, it should have probably happened a couple of months ago. Yeah. But let's just say you haven't started your next 30 days. It's a quiet period. So for most people, this is the time to execute on the strategies. And keep them simple, right? Mm. The architecture for success, according to Tony Robbins, is the three steps are standards. What are your standards? What do you want to take home and why? Your strategies. What are the daily, weekly, fortnightly, monthly, quarterly, yearly things you need to do? And if you're a business owner, you're going to split it into in the business and on the business, business. which it can be even more challenging, especially when you're on the tools. Because many leave the on the business stuff, which includes coaching their other agents, you know, they leave it and it slides. Mm. Mm. So hence we get into the fourth step, which is measurement and management. This is where I see one of the greatest opportunities because we've set the targets. We may even know why uh, we've got the strategies in place, but if we aren't measuring and managing whether we're using it, and if we come to our sales meeting every week and we're just broadcasting prospect, 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 yet we don't measure the listing conversion rates to see how effective Maria is in the lounge room, we could be way efficiency and time because we're just saying go and get more leads but we don't even know how effective how, you are. how many are you closing how many yeah. are you closing we always say that we, we measure opportunity so mm. if you if you're not in the door 
enough times. That means you that you're prospecting. Anyway. You're prospecting its work. Correct. But then, obviously, um, if you if you don't convert that lead, then you need some work on your listing presentation. Exactly. Or well, the the maths or, that we work on is if your if your success ratio from those people coming to market is less than 50 percent, mm. you need work on your listing presentation. 100%. Major seventy yeah. to eighty percent is where the best of the best is. Now, if you're going into absolute hot appraisals. The best we've heard is well over the 90%, yeah. even 100% in a, a calendar year. Especially if you're going unopposed, then recommended. That's, yeah. But they're the key that's components. The, that's the is way that you want to go in anyway. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what about opportunity ratio? Because you guys are huge on mm. this. So, yeah. so for those that don't know what that means, well, how would you share it? Yeah, so opportunity ratio is if you're working a particular service area, so as a business owner, it might be a whole suburb. Mm. If 30 listings come up in the marketplace in any particular month, how many of those did you have the opportunity to appraise? Not not the ones that you won. How many did you have the opportunity to appraise? So let's just pretend 30 came onto the market. You um, had the opportunity to present to 10 of those. The other 20 didn't get near it. And that's in, in a large marketplace, 30% is really good. If you're an agent uh, working a service area of 1,000 homes or 1,500 homes, your opportunity ratio should actually get to over 50%. So over 50% of those coming to market should call you in to appraise their property. Mm. You should have some contact with. And that's what the goal should be. Get that to 60, 70, 80%. So opportunity ratio is the opportunity to get to present. Yeah. And then how good you are in the listing presentation uh, to obviously win the business, your success ratio. So to know if you're doing that, you need to have a strategy to measure and manage mm. your opportunity ratio. And it could be just like an Excel spreadsheet or some kind of spreadsheet that's a market share monitor where you would jump on to realestate.com, you know, once a week on the same day and write in the, uh, the listings that came on, the listing agency, the listing agent, were you asked in to do an appraisal, yes or no, uh, and then track what percentage of the listings for that week did you get called into and you can see you know who's got market share Mm. and i'm gonna put a caveat on this as well and the caveat is so most people when they first do this their opportunity ratio is extremely low yeah and they start to panic yeah and they say oh i'm not getting called in i'm not getting called in but there's some people doing some amazing figures out there yeah and their opportunity ratio is really really low so you've got to understand what the word opportunity means Look at the potential you've got. Mm. If you're called into every single um, uh, listing uh, that comes onto the market and you're not achieving your GCI targets, there's no more market. You're not <laughs> you going to be able to patch. expand. You need a bigger patch. <laughs> so understand what the opportunity ratio yeah. really means in the context of achieving your goals. Yes. And then you can ascertain where is the opportunity? Do I need to do more marketing? Do people just not know about us? Do they know about us and they're not choosing us? And mm. if not, why not? Mm. Or am I just not as effective as I could be once I'm at the kitchen venture in the living room? But if you don't have strategies to measure this, then it's really hard to tweak the skill set and assess your willingness to be consistent. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So how can you, the numbers actually help you to give you clarity on exactly. what you have to work on. Yeah. And then the final step to achieving fulfillment your financial year is accountability. Now we can be slimy with ourselves when no one's holding us accountable, right? Whether that's getting up in the morning on time or, you know, not drinking wine or exercising or doing your prospecting or whatever it is. So, you know, my philosophy on leadership is when when our people feel like their future exists in the marrow of our bones and that we rock up to help them fulfill what matters mm. to them, then they'll show up 
too. Yeah. So principals watching this, if you do do one-on-ones, awesome. If you do them occasionally, do them consistently and make them a priority because your people will um, replicate what you do yeah. and and then hold your team account, you know, mm. like and get interested. But do you know how many principals, because I get to coach a number of them, don't when their people don't do what they've said they would do, don't even say why. They don't ask why. They actually don't even ask, Manos, what's getting in the way? Not Manos, what's getting in the way, but I'm, got, I'm here to like, help gen- you. Like, yeah. What is getting in the way of yeah. you doing what you know and agreed to do to help you achieve fulfillment of your financial year? Mm. And this is because we'd often rather be liked than lead. We're scared to dig mm. a little deeper. But let's just talk about accountability because yeah. it was actually just asking me uh, from someone else during the week in regards to accountability. When you're running a big team, you're going to have brand new people and established. What is the accountability measures? And you need to keep it simple in your business. Great. And I, 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 I break it up into three categories. Established agents, those agents that are capable of, of uh, selling 24 homes plus the only accountability that you really need to have with those particular agents is GC on the board. They're experienced. They're, they they know don't need what hand-holding. Ju- they don't need yeah. hand-holding. So as a business owner, the only GCI that you should be monitoring for them is, uh, the only uh, KPI is GCI. The second one is those up-and-coming agents, those those ones that have got the energy, they've started, they've got some runs on the board. So what you need to be monitoring for them from an accountability perspective is something we mentioned earlier, the opportunity ratio and their appraisal to list ratio. Mm. It's really, really quick because that's going to be a skill set. Mm. Are they going to be great prospectors? If they're weak in prospecting, how can we help them there? And are they great in their conversion, their listing presentation, and then obviously managing the sales process? So that's what you need to be making them accountable for providing you the numbers and then the third one is the brand new person someone who comes in as a cadet what accountability can you have for them mm. my accountability for them is are they coachable yeah and have they got an eagerness to learn so they're the two things if they're coachable and they've got eagerness to learn that is fantastic mm. because i'm more i'm more worried about how much they're investing in their future mm. to be in this industry as opposed to how much money they write on the board. Yeah. That will come. That will come. So they're the three different levels of a sales agent when we come to accountability, accountability from a business owner that we sort and of And sometimes you monitor. can just ask them because I know like really good salespeople that write quite, a, you know, big numbers and you drop the ball sometimes. You just mm. don't mm. do what you know you should be doing mm. and you don't see those results for another two to three months. So yeah. I think just having that conversation earlier on, sitting down with yeah. them, finding out their why, like you said, and then keeping them, ask them, how would you like me to keep you accountable? Yeah. I think that's a really good question because you might categorize them into three categories, but everyone is different as well. So, I th- and I think that's where we're really good yeah. in regards to, you know, sitting down with our principals and our individual agents and saying, all right, this is not how much if you Frankston, for example, um, wants to make so you're a part of this business so you need to do this much Mm. no that's what i need to make it's totally my Mm, um, irrelevant it's irrelevant to what yeah you know each individual here wants to do so i might need to go and recruit another three or four people Mm. to be able to do what i want to do it's all about you so Mm -hmm. how much what is it that you want to do what is that you want to achieve and how would you like me to keep you accountable I yeah. think that's the main focus. It's just really asking the right questions when mm. you when you sit down with your people. 
Yeah. yeah. And finally, make it visual because if we have a visual image, whether it's a fundometer, you know, it's a barometer or you set quarterly yeah, milestones yeah. or, you know, you have goals and you, you know, I've got clients that have their fundometer and they, they color it in as they get to it and then they just, you know, because the statistics show that when we have a picture for that which we want to achieve, we increase our chances of achieving mm. it by 67%. So make it visual, make it fun, remember it's a game, have a vision board, but it's really critical that principles are consistent with getting clear, establishing a why, then you have leverage if your people drop their performance, have strategies in your business to work in the business and on the business, uh, have measurement and management tools to hold your people accountable at the different three levels that they could be in mm. and just just keep doing it and do it with great love and then uh, you're likely say, yeah. and care and genuine and care. care you know because yeah. if you do then everything else sort of yeah flows from there it flows awesome. from there yeah thank you pleasure awesome always great having <laughs> you on board thank you for joining us my pleasure yeah thanks guys thank you for watching and if you've got any questions um please feel free to ask Make a comment below. Share this post if you think someone can benefit from it. And thank you for joining us. Have an awesome financial year. Yes. That's right.